even outside of the family unit, do not comment on people's bodies. It can be about the little things, like how you feel about the color of your eyes, the pattern and the curls of your hair, the shape of your nose, the color of your skin, how your titties look like. <laughs> Hello everyone, my name is Moya. Hi, my name is Tosa and we're the host of Pizna Podcast, where we have everyday conversations about navigating adulthood, prioritizing community, and wellness. Ready? Ready! Welcome back. Welcome everyone. Season two, baby. Let's go. I can't believe that we're in season two. It's been how many months? What, like over a month? Yeah. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. I wish we had wine to cheers, but the air is a little dusty in Toronto, so we're cheersing with green tea. Plant the truth. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you've probably seen the title. We're coming back with a bang. Yes. We said, you know what, vulnerable who? We're going to give vulnerability this season. Um, I think once you start to hear the episodes, you will see the theme of digging a little deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do this for you guys. Um, so today is body image. The topic is body image. Um, this is a topic that we're going to talk about before, but we kind of ran away from it. But we are back to it. Um, We're going to be talking about what body image is um, and our understanding of body image. Um, We're going to share a little bit if we have positive, neutral, or a negative body image and whichever one we do have, how that shows up in our daily life. Um, We're hoping to talk about factors that influences our body image, how we maintain, manage, and deal with it. And as always, every episode, we end with a million-dollar question. And the question for this episode is, do you think you will ever love your body unconditionally? That's a that's a tough one. A lot, a lot. That's heavy. I know. But before we get to all of that, before we get into the sorrows, sorrows, prayers. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> sorrows, sorrows, prayers. prayers. <laughs> um, yeah, but before we get into all of that, we love our you know check in. It's yeah. been a while, so tell me about your past few weeks. Yeah, it's been, been the last time we recorded. Well, the last time you must heard of episode was in June, but the last time we recorded was in May. Mm-hmm. So it's been a full two months. Like summer is actually summered. Mm-hmm. Um, not really, not really. But, but yeah. the it's summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you listen to the last season, you know there was one person on this podcast that was <laughs> looking forward to summer. Um, but yeah, my week, had, my, well, my past couple months have been good. Mm-hmm. Um, I know at the end of last season, I was talking about, I don't know, if, maybe it was the last episode, I was talking about we're planning, I was planning to go um, speak at this live event. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that happened before the last episode come, came out um, or simultaneously, I don't know. But the live event happened because it happened June 30th. Yeah. It happened. It was a success. It was so good. I was so nervous, guys. She did um, so well. It was so good. And all my friends came to support. It was yeah. so cute. The YouTube video... Um, the full YouTube video is out. Maybe I'll put it in the description, but I have shame, so I'm not even put it. No, there's no shame. We already shared it on Instagram, so. But yeah, it was really good. Um, I went hiking. We went to the beach. Mm. Um, went to Center Island. We took the ferry there. Um, my friend is getting married, so I went for her bridal shower. A lot has happened. We saw Beyonce. Oh, good. Beyonce. I saw, we saw the, the queen. Beyonce. We saw mother. We saw. 
We saw the Beyonce. It's wild. Like, I can't believe it. I was just a child listening to I'm a diva. And she really gave. She, oh, she it really gave. It didn't feel real. I can't it, lie. I literally, the first week after, I was like, did I really? Could possible. Was that me? It's not possible. Because <laughs> I would go on TikTok and I'm like, on Beyonce talk. And I'm like, wait, so I was one of them. Mm. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You're joking. Really it's joking. Wild. But it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're, like I mentioned we're drinking green tea. The air in Toronto lately has been giving fire, has been giving smokes. Rubbish. And so I've been having a lot Rain. of like, yeah. Don't, don't piss me off. Man. I'm <laughs> angry. So I've having a lot of allergies and I just, I'm currently recovering from bronchitis. So if, if I sound a little. Bella dear. Coffee. Yeah. That's why. And I'm drinking green tea. So if you hear my, also my cup like clanging, that's okay. For mm. me, like, yeah, same thing. Honestly, I saw Beyonce and like my life. <laughs> the excitement up in your voice, like, girl. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, it's just the weather. I was checking about it. I was like, it, it, I don't think that's a Saturday that hasn't rained. For the past three weeks. Well, it's this very Saturday. irritating. Yeah, but it's very disgusting. Like, come on now. We're about to reach August. August comes September and then we're back to cold. Pack it up. Anyway, um, but really, my past few weeks have been good. Mm-hmm. few months, I have been going out. You've been... Moyo and outside. I... <laughs> Moyo and outside. No, you don't understand. Moyo is sleeping like, you... on the streets, basically. No. Ah! Don't say... Do you know that could mean something different? No, she's sleeping on the streets. I'm not sleeping on the streets, please. I'm never on... on I'm on the... <laughs> <laughs> Let me not speak. But um, I've been to a lot of concerts. Yeah, saw Beyonce, yeah. saw David Doe. I'm going. I went for a wedding, a friend's wedding in June. And that day, it was supposed to rain, and like the sun, I got sunburns, and I still have the sunburn. Right really? Now. Yeah, like my chest because mm. I wore like this off-shoulder dress, and mm. yeah, we had that picnics. I want to have a pool day, even though I can swim. But that should happen soon. And I got my license. I yes, don't know if did, I said it. Because you were so nervous yes. the last episode. Oh, my gosh. Yo, guys. she's a driver. Skirt, skirt. Skirt, skirt. Please. Pawn the road. <laughs> you don't understand. Like, it's wild to me. Yeah. I'm just a child, like I Girl. mentioned. I'm a child. I'm an infant. Then what would they call me? The even the, the fetus. The <laughs> egg. But yeah, 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 that's how it's been. But let us know how your weeks have been. Let us know in on Instagram, on Twitter, on threads now yeah, on Instagram. We're now so on make sure you're engaging so you don't miss out. But yeah, we've definitely missed you. Um usually in the beginning <clears throat> bronchitis. Um usually in the beginning, um, we usually do comments of the week, but because we've been away for a couple weeks, um, I think we'll just keep it for a couple of weeks and maybe start it sometime in the middle of the episode. Um, but yeah, it's lovely to be back. Mm-hmm. Let's pounce right into the episode. Um, so I guess we could just start with our usual baseline with kind of not necessarily a definition, but more of an understanding of the topic that we're about to embark on. Um, so I guess, Moya, you can let us know, what is your baseline understanding of um, body image, I guess? When did you first hear it? Like, what does it mean to you when you hear like body image? I think body image for me probably came about when I was in, I would say, in uni. Like, mm. I didn't have a word for it growing up at all. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, but my perception of it, just from, like, top of my head, would be, mm. like, your perception of your body. Um, 
but growing up i didn't understand what it what it necessarily meant i just knew that like people would see themselves and either like themselves even without it just being their bodies but like their characteristics themselves as just human beings mm. um either you like your own or you don't like it and then taking a course in uni about um eating disorders that was when like it had more understanding for me you took a course about eating disorders? i did oh. it was like a elective i loved all my elective courses mm. but my actual <laughs> business course. she said the actual business so I was like, mm-hmm. I careless. and i was in fourth year at this point so i was like there's no going back i have yeah. to finish it but yeah so that course really talked about like eating disorders and like athletes and how a lot of them struggle with body image and i think that was when i was like oh there's a lot of like factors that influence people's body image. Mm. So for me, I just think body image is how it's still the same, how people perceive themselves, but specifically with their bodies. And now as an adult, I'm like, okay, it doesn't just come out from nowhere. Like there are different things and factors that influence people's perception of their bodies, Mm. basically. And it's more mental and social than I ever thought it was. Um, Because before I just thought people just decide not to like their body because they decided not to like it. Mm. But now I'm like, oh, there's a lot more to it. But that's where I'm at with like my understanding with it. What about you? I think it's similar for me. Um, I don't know if I can pinpoint the exact moment where I became more aware of the term body image. Um, But if I think back to like a time where I feel like I had an idea of body image, I always thought it was just do you like your body, yes or no? Mm-hmm. Like, it was just plain and simple. Um, and I think over the years, and especially more recently, I'm starting to realize that it is a little bit more complex yeah. than just, oh, do I like my body, yes or no? Um, there is, like, now more of a mental and emotional aspect that I'm more aware of um, with your relationship with your body. And I also used to think, every time I heard body image... I just thought that the question was just asking, do you like how much you weigh? Mm, like, true. that's what I thought. Like, oh, do you like your weight? That's what they're really yeah. asking me. But now I'm like, body image is, it can be about the little things, like how you feel about the color of your eyes, the pattern and the curls of your hair, the shape of your nose, the color of your skin, how your titties look like. <laughs> <laughs> like the breasticles. You can literally struggle with different parts of your body image. Yeah. Um, how it can not even be something like physical that you can see, but like how your voice sounds too. Mm, um, this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Recording. This yeah. Thing. Like Pumping. sometimes I listen to myself. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, it could be, I'm starting to realize that it's not more of just, oh, how much do you weigh? And do you like how much you weigh? But more of what your like your total body, both like physical, um, auditory, like vocal parts of your body look like your skin. Um, and even being satisfied with the privileges that your and the access your body gives you into society. Mm-hmm. Like, I might like how I weigh, but maybe I don't like the fact that people are giving me side eye because I'm black. Mm-hmm. And that's still a body image thing. Um, being able-bodied versus being not able-bodied, like all those things come into body image more than just how much you weigh. So I feel like that's where I'm at now with body image. It's a little bit more complex than just do you like your body, yes or no. Yeah. Um, okay. 
that's that's good to know. But I think with this conversation, we really want to dive deeper into what our journey has looked like mm. and even what like for example now what positive body image looks like what negative body image looks like or neutral mm. and what factors influence them so my question to you babes is or to everyone honestly is just to ask do you have a positive neutral or negative body image whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> The heavy heaters. Slow down. That's the heaters. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, do I have a positive, neutral, or negative? Be honest with me. Girl, it's negative. Um, it's actually so sad to say. Um, because while I was thinking about, okay, we're going to prepare this. We're going to record this episode. I was like, has there any, been any point in my life where I've been, like, I've looked at myself like, you know, because there's times where I'm like, hmm, scrumptious. <laughs> but, but, like, I don't think there's ever been a time where I've been totally, like, positive, happy yeah. about not just, like, how I look, but sometimes how I sound. So it's just I'm always finding something to pick at. And I think back to times where I was most satisfied with my body, a.k.a. my skinniest. Mm-hmm. Um, it was still negative, even though I was like completely more satisfied and happy with the way I look. Yeah. It was still from a very, very negative place. So I feel like I've always been, and I don't want to say always because I don't remember how I felt about my body like when I was very young. Um, when I mean very young, like up until the age ten, I don't really remember how I feel. Yeah. Um, but from as much as I've remembered, I just know that I've always pick that things I'm like this could be better this could be better um I don't like this I don't like that or like I want to look like that I want to look like this mm-hmm. um so I will say negative although that's very sad I think that's very honest um so how does that typically come up having a negative body image I think it shows up in very very different ways first I think it greatly affects my mental health yeah um and contributes to my anxiety um and not just my generalized anxiety, but also my social anxiety. Mm-hmm. There were times, like up until recently, there were a lot of times where a lot of my social anxiety also stemmed from the fact that I didn't want other people looking at me. Yeah. And so I don't want to be outside. So you tell, I used to convince myself, like, oh, I don't like going out. I don't want to go to concerts. I don't want to do this. It's just because, like, I didn't want to have to deal with, oh, my God, what am I going to wear? And then I look at what I'm wearing, I'm like, oh, my God, ill. So it made my social anxiety like, really bad because I'm like, I just don't want to be in a space where people have the opportunity to perceive me um, or at least more than needed. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it also generalized my, like, affected my generalized anxiety just because I'm always worrying about, oh, should I wear this or should I not wear this? There's, like, up until recently, I can't, I remember wearing a dress, I'm wearing a dress for a wedding and even wearing a dress for Dami's wedding and sometimes I'm like, wow, I really don't wear dresses. (laughs) Mm. And that also comes from the places place of like, well, I just don't like how I look in the dress. And what does it mean to not like how you look in the dress? Because then where does that perception of I look better in something yeah. come from? Mm-hmm. Um, I also think it affects my physical health um, in the sense of my body image has influenced the kind of exercises and diets I've taken, taken yeah. on. 
and I have done some extreme diets that is just I actually think sweet potato broccoli and oh my god more you we used to be on that trend together chicken, in university chicken breast and I will be, be eating it and I will be almost crying mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I was crying. Oh. And I remember when I did keto, and keto is what gave me acid reflux. Like, I would go on extreme because I'm like, okay, in order to achieve the That's best wild. body image, I have to eat like this. I have to punish my body in this way. And then I just develop other No, because with me, with keto, I've done most diet. Okay, not most diet, but I'm just like, I can't give up rice. I am a Nigerian. Yeah, it's really that, the base of the diet. Me, Breakfast, not do, a dinner. Oh, Come and take puff off, and I'm looking at them, and I'm crying. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. so it definitely affected my physical health. And mm. then the last thing is, I think he it has greatly, and I think it goes both both ways, so like vice versa. Um, but it affects my relationship with food. Mm. Um, I am a very, very like emotional eater, mm-hmm. um, and so which is so weird because food affects your body. Yeah. And that in turn affects your body image. Yeah. But then when I feel very bad, I'm going to eat my it. My comfort is food. Yeah. Like, do you know how many times I bought popcorn just Don't because pop. I mistakenly just hit my leg? <laughs> Any small inconvenience, <laughs> I bought popcorn. No, that, well, that popcorn slaps. No, it does Don't slap. Don't pop. I don't Get know into if I can it. give it up. But yeah, so I think... It just affects my day-to-day in various ways. Now, don't get me wrong. There are many days where I still look at myself. Like today, we took pictures today, and I was like, gosh, she's giving. <laughs> she's giving. Like, you can still appreciate yeah. looks and beauty, but mm-hmm. also still be in a space where you are, have, like, a negative space with your body image. Yeah. But what about you? Do you think you're positive, neutral, negative? How does that look like for you? <laughs> I think if they're to do, you know, the slide detector test that they mm. do for celebrities yeah. and they're like, oh, yes or no. If they should do that to me I w- and I say, yes, I have a positive, I would be a ding, damn ding, liar. Ding. I would be a damn liar. Ding, ding, ding. And as much as I want to say I'm, I have a positive body image, it's one of my biggest fears. Like, mm. I think it's a huge fear of mine that I would disappoint hmm, that I would disappoint people in my life mm. in terms of how I look or people would not accept me like really close people in my life would mm. not accept me if I didn't look a certain way and without diving too much into it I just like I know that there will be disapproval um from people in my life but I think I I do have a negative body image I think you say negative yeah oh. I think across the years it's been I think my adolescence and like Early teenage years, I had like a neutral mm. way um, way of looking at my body, but then as I moved to this country, this country has learned a lot of things to me. <laughs> but as I moved to this country, I think I developed a negative body image because um, that's when a lot of the comments from people would come in and things, and they would delve d- deeper into that. But mm. as puberty was happening, it, like it started becoming negative, um, and I think my negative. Like, the way it comes up in my life would be, like, this is going to sound really weird, but with my clothes. Mm. So, my style, if you knew me, like, this time last year, I think my style was a bit different from what it is Mm. right now. Or two years before, it's a lot different. So, I think my style is very... And, like, my the way my clothes fit me is also different because I lost a bit of weight. And so... 
a way of me checking that my body is like where it's supposed to be in quotes. I would like go try on my clothes to make sure they still fit. Interesting. Because I would get anxious that I'm not at a certain mm. weight anymore. And let's say I haven't been outside in like, let's say two weeks. I would go and quickly try my clothes because like, oh my gosh, maybe I've gained so much weight or maybe I've lost this much weight. So let me ensure that I still look good in my clothes. Mm. So it affects how I even buy clothes because a lot of my clothes are always looser on my body. Even when I'm supposed to wear like, let's say a corset or something that is more body fitting, I will still buy a larger size because I'm not sure why necessarily look like um and i think it also affects like my mental health i have a scale in my bathroom and i i haven't used it like two years because every time i would step on it as much as i'm like i'm strong enough to see the number and the scale i'm like oh yeah yeah yeah, like it's fine like i'm on my period or i'm about to be on my period or it's um i just had a huge bowl of i don't know jello fries of course it's going to change my weight or i've just drunk water it always messes me up and so and i know that like if i should check my weight it could possibly be the same thing um that i was like two years ago but the body changes like mm. like aesthetically like the way you see it versus like your body fat percentage or like all that or like your muscle mass and everything so I think it comes up in those ways like sometimes I eat less it definitely affects my physical health because sometimes I'll eat less or exercise more <laughs> yeah there are days that I like exercise like twice which I it's not recommend like depending on what you want but like I know I'm doing it out of a place of self-hatred mm. um yeah because I was gonna get you to like clarify because working out two times mm-hmm. a day sometimes is baseline for a lot of people yeah um but it's more of the reason behind mm-hmm. working out two times a day yeah that you're kind of emphasizing yeah. and it affects my um self-esteem and like mental health as well because whenever i check either the number or if i check my clothes or whatever i'm just like i don't like what i look like and i become anxious mm. um yeah that either like disappointing myself or people that are in my life that look at, like, that I get validation Mm. from in terms of my body and my appearance. But that was a lot. Um, And this, this, I feel like my voice is shaking. I'm okay, but, like, (laughs) damn, it's a little hard to talk about. I'm not going to lie. But what what would you say are some factors that influenced your body image? Um, I definitely think growing up in a... In an African society, <laughs> but oh, I struggle aunties. to say that. Aunties, oh, aunties and uncles, keep your opinions to yourself. Um, yeah, growing up in a like my social environment, um, I don't want to say too much my family, but growing up in an African society where people feel the need to comment on your body, and um, especially since I was little, I've always been on the bigger side. Mm-hmm. Um, and my immediate younger sister is skinny. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had a lot of people compare all the time. Yeah. Like, oh, why can't you follow in her steps? Mm. Or like, oh, she looks like this and you look like that. And it's so weird because we grew up in the same house and we ate, ate the, the exact same, food, same thing. Bro. We ate the exact same thing. My mom would give us the exact same portions. My mom used to force us to f- finish our foods. And for some reason, our bodies just look different. Yeah. Um, and so having people compare you, um, social media is a big thing. When you see all the skinty waist mm-hmm. and the big bakas, um, the, the bunda. 
the <laughs> the Kardashian body. Um, and sadly, I don't want to say, and I hate like you about what I'm about to say right now is going to make me vomit. But I gotta say it. Oh God, ew, the male gaze. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't ready. I really wasn't. Ready. I was like, wait, what are you gonna say? The mm. male gaze. When you're attracted to men, um, sometimes you feel like you have to look a certain way to fit what they consider to be desirable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you see certain men gushing over a certain kind of lady, yeah. then you think like that is what is desirable. Yeah, exactly. And if I don't look exactly like that, then something must be wrong with yeah. me. Um, and so I think those are all factors. That, so social environment, social media, the male gaze and everything is... Yeah. Oh, that's really. But what about you? Hundred percent agree. And I can't believe I, I just said that on the internet. Ew. On Beyonce's internet. Ew. <laughs> but you go down. But for me, I would say like also the same thing. I echo everything you said. <clears throat> Childhood did a number. Me. <laughs> Let's just preface this by saying, please, aunties and uncles, mothers and fathers, keep and your sisters, chest. Everybody, even outside of the family unit. Do not comment on people's bodies. Like, what do you gain by commenting on people's bodies? Like, if you see someone and they've lost an extreme amount of weight, just be like, oh my gosh, you look so good. Not be like, ah, you've lost weight, oh. Yeah, you want to, like, you know, give them props because losing weight or adding weight is not easy. Mm -hmm, But I think it's important that we're not fixating on, like, oh my gosh, your arm is, like, really flabby. Or I've had comments and people, like, in high school, and someone was like, why are your like cows so huge? And I was like, your calves. That's calves, such my a sister. specific and body. And then it stuck with me. Or like my mom, she made a comment. She's like, oh, your feet are so big. Like it shouldn't be big for a woman. And I'm like, huh? Like there's so many things that have stuck with me as a kid. Mm. And now as, a, as an adult, I'm like, my cows can't be big. Or if like some people in my family are making comments on like, uh-uh this is this for a woman. And then I'm, as a kid, <coughs> I was like, me. as a young girl, I'm thinking, oh, if I grow up that way, I definitely shouldn't look like that. So I think comments um, influence me a mm. lot and how I've looked at my body. I think um, social media for sure. Like I grew up in a household where there wasn't a lot of like just checking what we were watching. Mm. So we would be on like, E news and we would watch like Playboy Mansion or we'd Playboy watch Playboy Mansion. <laughs> or we'd watch like, I really forgot about that. Or we'd watch Why was I allowed to watch that? Thank you. Because I was really like nine or eight I was or younger. Really little or viewers' um, discretion was supposed advised. to be allowed. <laughs> or like keeping up with the Kardashians. And I would just watch it and I would be like, I definitely have to look like this growing up. Mm. But the thing is the people around me, people growing up, oh sorry, my Family, the women in my lives didn't look like them. Mm. But I was always confused as to why there was like a need to look like them. Because I'd even had people in my family that would promote looking like those people that yeah. would like help us in terms of like, for example, if, yeah, so without giving too much information, I'd had an aunt, like an aunt who helped him buying like a butt pad. Oh yeah, at a really young age in my household, and I'm just like, if I see this woman and you're wearing it, clearly I'm going to think if I don't have a butt, there's an issue with me, no? So like seeing family members, seeing people in society treat um, skinnier or curvier as better and more desirable 
automatically messed me up because of mm. that. Ah, if I don't look like this, I guess no man's gonna look my way with the same male gaze. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> and even like watching, I'm I'm rewatching Skinny Girl in Transit and like hearing Tiwa's mom and she's just like, oh, you have to start um, working out because no one is going to. You're not going on dates anymore. It's because no one likes how you look because um, Tiwa is a plus size woman and it's just like. There's comparison with our younger sister who's way skinnier as well. Yeah. So there are just so many things that influence me. And I think people's comments for sure, what I see on television, what I see in my society and how people treat each other yeah. um, as a beauty standard. Because it just seems like that trend of curvy or something. Like we are, we are bodies, we are human beings versus just a piece of, of clothing that you can throw away and put back or change. Like... And there's a difference. There's a difference between, um, because I know sometimes you can become a very sensitive society, but mm-hmm. there's a difference between worrying for someone's health and well-being yeah. versus worrying for somebody's body for aesthetic reasons. Exactly. And either ways, you, whether you're doing it for the quote-unquote right reasons, yeah. um, you should always ask yourself, am I in the place to ask, like, to have an opinion on this? Mm-hmm. Like, if you are talking to a girl in your university class who you might think maybe her weight, either being underweight or being overweight, is making her unhealthy, this is a stranger. You have no place no to be advice. having this conversation with this person. Mm-hmm. Maybe our friends and family can have a different conversation if they are seeing actual physical symptoms of unhealthiness. Yeah. Um, so you'd be asking yourself, am I in the place? Yeah. And two... Where is it coming from? Mm-hmm. Check yourself. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I think for me, it's also really hard to not comment on people's bodies as well. Yeah. But if it's in my head, I, I try my very best to not make comments on people's bodies. Or if someone makes a comment on, let's say, a friend's body to me, I'm yeah. like, hmm. Which, and I'm trying not to be a bystander. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's fine. Like, she's fine. Like, mm. she's not suffering. Like, have you seen any, you know... um detrimental effect on anything like i don't know but yeah yeah wow but we want to do an ad break yeah <laughs> because that was a lot let's ease the tension let's just woo, i let's can't believe i said male gaze i actually uh, want to throw this mic oh. out of this place but this is a quick little reminder yes. for you to subscribe on podcast on Apple Podcasts if you aren't subscribed and ensure that the notifications are turned on yes. on Spotify. Make sure you're following us at Peas in a Podcast. Make sure you're engaging with us on social media mm-hmm. um, at Peas in a Podcast TM on Instagram and Peas in a Pod underscore TM on Twitter. Yes. And yeah, like keep us in your you know in your social bubble and engage with us comments um reply to our stories reply to our polls it really helps us to feel engaged and encouraged and we're now on threads too we're on threads as well and so we're hoping to have more um engagement engagement and like conversations with you guys daily Mm -hmm. um so check that out Hmm, well it was that a break was necessary i needed to take (laughs) i needed to take a deep breath but now that we've talked about like where we're at with our body image per se, um, how do you in your daily life now deal and or even manage the struggle of 
kind of either maintaining a positive body image or trying to make that negative um, body image into a more neutral or positive space? I think for me, this is like the battle. This is the mindset war. This is Did the you say mindset war. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but that this is the the really this is the main issue. Like this is a fight. The creme de la creme. Jiget of everything. Like now you know that oh I have positive, I have negative. But well, it's only if you have negative that you're like fighting something in it. But this is where I have my issue because I'm like it's like a constant thing because your body is. Like, you don't exist, don't have a body. Yeah. Like, only by spirits. Anyway, um, I would say <laughs> how I maintain it or manage it, there might not be the healthiest ways. Mm. But I'm going to try and say the healthiest ways that I do it. I think for me, I try to, well, bring it up in therapy. So I'm still in therapy. I don't know if I'm going to end because we've never touched body image in a very long time. Um, with therapy when I first brought it up to her she almost like even dropped me I felt like she wasn't specialized in it and I was like oh my gosh don't worry let's not talk about it but in terms of body image I try to talk to someone about it when Mm. it's getting extremely bad like when I am feeling very overwhelmed and having excessive negative self-talk with Mm. how my body looks um and I also try to I think when it comes to look at my body in the mirror and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't like what how that looks. Someone told me this a while back, but they're like, when you're looking at your body in the mirror and you don't like it, try and say what is doing for you. Because mm. we can pick about like the aesthetics of it all. But when we really look at like our tummies, like my tummy or like my stomach, my organs, it digests food for me. Mm. But that one is long, let me not even lie. <laughs> because she, yeah, my therapist is like, oh, for... Every one negative talk you say to yourself, try and say two to three positive. And I'm like, girl, in the moment, I don't think of anything. It's not in my brain to be like, oh, Moyo, your arms help you lift. I don't know. Or you helps you cook. Or my legs help me walk versus I just hate them. Do you get? Mm. So saying things that you appreciate your body for doing. Because if we're realistic about it, if we have, let's say, a sort of disability, if we don't have legs, for example, it's going to be harder to access things mm. um in this world because the world isn't made for people with disabilities as much as we would love that so i think appreciating the like things that your body yes. is doing for you mm. and just setting boundaries <clears throat> with people i think is really important like i think i've even had conversations with like people in my lives and i'm like can you please yeah. not comment on my body you've had that conversation yeah, had with with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and i've just had like, and I don't say with everyone, I, I think I say with people who I can trust mm. to uphold the boundary. And there's some people that I can't really trust to um, maintain that boundary with me. And that's a bigger conversation. But I try my best to, like, not make comments on people's bodies and also ensure people are keeping that boundary with me because I can't really control it. But, yeah. yeah. Thank God you answer because me, I don't have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> girl. How do you manage, maintain, or deal with it? Girl... He's giving wishes. Mm. He's giving sorrow, sorrow, prayers. Um, I so honestly, when you're hacking, please share it with me. Which is why we're, because I don't know about you guys, but peace in the podcast. I don't think this is a place where you guys are expecting big advice from us. Because see, have you seen the way we are struggling? We not say my voice was shaking. <laughs> <laughs> so please, if you hack it and you're listening to this, please come share with me. I think one thing that I am starting to do a little bit better is um, 
training my mental relationship with my body. Um, and so similar to what you said, focusing on the functionality of my body rather mm-hmm. than what That's it looks like. <laughs> Given <laughs> dictionary. Um, yeah, focusing on the functionality of my body. So, um, which is so weird because I have, Moya, you know this, I've been working out consistently for, maybe not this week, but I, in the past two weeks, I was sick. Mm-hmm. But I've been working out consistently as more than I've ever done in mm-hmm. the last year. Yeah. And which is so weird because not much has changed on the scale. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can tell the difference in my body. Moyo, I used to die with back pain. Mm-hmm. And my back pain is so much better since I've been in the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm able to walk longer without feeling like I'm out of breath. Mm-hmm. Um, like even walking around. La- I remember last summer walking around with you guys. And I'd be like, guys, give me a second. <laughs> I need to breathe. And then I like, walk into Beyonce and all these things. Like, yeah, I'm still sweating, but I'm sweating. But like, I'm not out of breath yeah. like I was. And you and don't I'm hate like, it as well. Yeah. Like I don't what? hate walking. I don't mm-hmm. hate being active. And I can see my body adapt and become healthier, even though it doesn't look that much different in skin. And even the way my... Cl- it's so crazy because the way my clothes fit, they feel fit different, mm-hmm. but the skill isn't different. Yeah. And so just focusing on the functionality, focusing that I can sleep better, my back pain is um, so much better. Um, and also, yeah, setting boundaries. Um, I had the conversation with my parents. My parents used to be very terrible with um, making comments about my body. Mm-hmm. Um, and is lack of boundaries and also just it's what they know. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes it's so cute watching them struggle sometimes Aww. because my mom would be like, Ah, that dress doesn't look um oh it's Ooh. not right. <laughs> you can see her try to, you can see her try to backtrack. Yeah. Um and it's Aww, cute and it's cute because trying. I'm like they're making an effort. Like mm-hmm. my parents make less comments about my body and sometimes when my dad feels like he really needs to give it, it gives disclaimer. <laughs> He's like, no, we. I really want to share this. Let me just tell you that this, top please. that you wore yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> just, just let me this one time. Um, Forgive me, please. which is really sweet. But mm-hmm. that's all I've got right now. When you guys really are kids, please mm. come and let me know. I think because social media also like heavily impacts how we see our body. I think yeah. that's a space for you to protect yourself. Yeah, like not just putting boundaries on people, like physically in your life, but like. If you are going to be posting or like following people with who are really skinny or using workouts, like before when I started working out consistently, yeah. I'll do like mad fit and no shame to her, but she's a really skinny white <laughs> lady. And I would work out and be like, oh, I don't look like that. Like, mm. and also I'm like, there's no way for me to look like that. Like I'm an African babe with like, the hips are there, like they're not going anywhere. Knowing no. my genetics, like my like my mother's side, they is not gonna go. They do give curvy. Exactly. So I'm just like, no matter how how many burpees I do, he's not gonna fall off. <laughs> so I better start looking at people. Like there's this babe called Skaladondo, and she's a thick Zimbabwean babe, and I'm like, that's who. This and I'm not like thick, thick, but I'm just like, okay, let me follow someone that looks similar to what I look like. And I think it's so important to follow those types of people so that you're not like, am I different? Like there's and no way representation I can is very important. Do you get, because when I started like moving to people who look similar to me, I'm like, ah, when this together, babes yeah. versus me and mad fit that is not doing it for <laughs> me. But yeah, that's what I would say. Um, but 
would you, with our final question, our ultimate question, do you think, Tosan, um, to the crowd, do you think you ever get to a place where you love your body unconditionally? And if not, would you do surgery to alter that? Can you guess my answer? <laughs> I don't want to seem bad for guessing. Girl, say it to your chest. No. no. Uh. <laughs> Um, I don't know, like, it's just not something that I see. I can see myself being in, like, so much healthier spaces with my body. And I hope I can get to that place where I'm like, oh, my God, like, my body image is so, like, positive. Um, And, like, I don't want to seem negative. I really, really hope for that. Mm -hmm. It's just in the space that I am at, tunnel vision. I really can't see a space for that. Mm -hmm. With that being said, I see myself in healthier spaces. I see myself treating my body better Mm -hmm. um, because that's something that I'm already doing now. Um, I see myself becoming more intentional with like food and intentional with exercise. And well, I've already been intentional with exercise. Um, So no, but yes. Mm. And not no because I don't think it's possible, but just no because I just with where I'm at it's hard to see that far. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope I'm healthier. Now, the question that you Surge. said, would I do surgery? I would never do surgery. I don't think I'll ever do surgery to change my weight or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. But, yo, once, if I win the lottery, literally my friend um, Farida was asking me yesterday, she was like, if you win the lottery, what's the first thing you're going to do in the, with your money? And the first thing I'm doing is booking a breast reduction. I'm tired. Huh. I'm tired. I can't imagine. It's part of what's giving me back pain. So I really wanted to say that because I think I will do some surgery of some sort to change something in my body, mainly my boobs. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't see myself like doing like gastric bypass and all this yeah. like weight loss surgery things. Mm-hmm. But girl, the breasts, they got to go. Um, go find me link below. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I don't know if I'll do like weight loss surgery or like ever be in a space where I'll do weight gain surgery, even though I don't think weight gain will ever be like an issue or something that I'm thinking of. Yeah. But I do think that if I did have the money to do like a specific mm-hmm. cosmetic, cosmetic procedure, that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what about you? Do you think you will ever be in a space where you like love your body unconditionally? <sighs> I don't, I want to really say yes, but I'm going to say no. Knowing where I'm at, they did that lie detector, I would be a liar. But I think one thing I want to try and do and at least challenge myself is to love my body, at least try and do it every day. Because yeah. like, I look back at some pictures, like let's say 2015, and I'm like, uh-uh. I was just a child. And it's like, that's the picture I want to, that's the body I want to aim for. Mm. I just started my period not too long ago. Like, I'm a fully developed woman now. Yeah. And I'm still going to develop. If I were to have kids, my body's yeah. going to change completely. And so it's almost like I really need to try and love the body for where it's at right now. Or else I'll always wish I loved it at a certain age. Mm. Like, if I go five years from now, I'll be like, oh my gosh, when we're 23, we're really hot. Why did you hate it then? Like, I don't want to regret... Yeah. always looking back and not loving what my body looked like. Mm. So I just want to love it for where it's at 
and just know that I'm eating great food as well at it. <laughs> because uh, I mean, I'm not going to any keto. There's no way. And I don't think I would ever do surgery for a body, like, for my body. I, I don't, I've never thought of that before. Um, yeah, I've just never thought of, like, altering my body, like, under the knife. Never say never. Never jig it. Maybe if I have kids and I'm really going through it, maybe. Where is the, have you ever seen that girl with the list on TikTok? For mm-hmm. kids. Really? No, I haven't. No, so there's this girl on TikTok that every time she sees a video about someone who's pregnant or having kids oh, and they she complain writes, or something, she makes a list. And the list is currently at like number 200 and something. Oh my gosh. That's stressful. Pregnancy. It's really Can't scary. really change your mind about anything in life. It really is scary. Yeah. So maybe like that's mm-hmm. when maybe I'm like, oh, but you right now never. I've just yeah. never thought of it. I just think that with weight specifically, I just think there's a way to always like change through working out or eating better or whatever, whatever. Unless but, your doctor's advice um, otherwise. Exactly. Um, but this was a fun episode. It was. Um, we did it. We really did it. And we didn't cry. We didn't cr- <clears throat> I really thought it was going to get... Well, somebody's voice got a little Yours? trembly <laughs> in the beginning. But I'm I really shy. thought it was going to be more emotional than it was. Um, I feel like it feels a little bit more... Maybe when we listen to it, we'll have a different feelings. But I feel like it's also because we're talking to each other. Yeah. And we've had this conversation multiple, multiple times. times. So it feels a little cool. But I'm glad we had the conversation. I'm so excited yeah. to hear what you guys think and yeah. like also your thoughts and your experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've struggled with body image, please share that with us. Yeah. But also, if you're in a great place with your body image, please, I don't want the comments and the stories about body image because we're in a negative space doesn't mean that that's where everybody is at. Yeah. Um, and so please, especially help me and Moyo. Please share um, it with us. If you are in a positive space, share that with us. Share with us if that's how it's always been for you or if there was a change, how you made that change. Mm-hmm. Um, we would love to hear. Yeah. But yeah. And, and I would also love to hear a guy's perspective on yes. body image. Like that's something that I've heard of like before, yeah. just a bit, but I really, really, as you can tell right now, I really, really want to hear a guy's perspective on body. Because some reason, for some reason, image. when you say body image, they, almost, it almost feels like, oh, it's a woman's problem. Yeah. But necessarily, everybody, it's like, we get body. Yeah. We get it. <laughs> no, it's everybody, we get body. <laughs> We're all in this together. Um, but yeah. But yeah, it was great having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, we've come to the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where can you find us? So you can find us on Spotify at Peas in a Podcast and make sure you follow. Um, follow us on Apple Podcasts at Peas in a Podcast as well. On Instagram and threads now, Peas in a Podcast dot TM and on Twitter at Peas in a Pod underscore TM. Make sure you're sharing this episode with people in your community, in your circle. Share on social media as well. If you're if you're related to this, if you think someone would benefit from this, please share with with them okay. and yeah see you in the next episode it's good to be back it's so great to be back um, and we're excited to see what this episode um, this season brings love and light peace out